Body and Soul Awakening, a show where we celebrate resilience and inspire transformation. Our guests share their stories of how they overcame a traumedy and turned it into a triumph. I am your host, Stars Tita. Get excited and let's have some fun. To you and you and also you, I am Tina, otherwise known as Stars Tina. And I want to welcome you to season four. Yes, I said it, season four. Can you believe we've gone through four seasons already? Wow. I am loving this more and more. I actually was going to take a break. If, if, if you didn't know, I said, you know what? I'm going to take a break reset for the beginning of the year but then i was like no there's so much healing that needs to be done and what really made me want to catapult into doing this next season was i hear different people say different things of how they overcame their traumedy and if you didn't know what a traumedy is a traumedy is when the energies of a trauma and a tragedy collide when these two energies come together life-changing experiences occur and that can be detrimental for some people. As you know, I recently wrote a book. I don't see it anywhere. That's okay. <laughs> you can go to Amazon and purchase it. But in the book, I share my personal experiences of how I got over my traumas. And I said, you know what, Tina? There's wonderful women in the world who are thriving, men that are thriving, that use their own personal skills. So for this particular season, I have guests coming in and they're going to share their personal experiences. They're going to tell you a little bit about themselves. Uh, one, two, maybe three, I don't know, whatever trauma they want to share, you know, however open they want to get. And the most important thing that I want to get out of this season is how they got through it because we all can learn something, right? Each one, reach one to teach one. So this next person that I have as a guest, I'm so excited to have her here. She is a ray of sunshine. She is such an angel. She's just a breath of fresh air. And I never would have imagined it when I first met her. I met her in a Toastmasters room. I saw her speaking and then she started following me on Instagram and then she reached out to me. And that's what we have to do in life. We have to reach out because you're never, you ever hear that saying, closed mouths don't get fed. She reached out and you know, she's like, Tina, I would love your support. And then it's like the doors are open now. And she's just changing the world. She's starting her own business. She uh, wants to be an, she is, not wants to be, she is an empowerment coach. Make some noise. Give it up for the beautiful. Susana Cabrera. Hola, mommy. How are you? Ooh, very, very well, Tina. Getting full of your energy right here. I'm loving your vibe. And yes, Yay. like you said, it ought to take us to reach out. Like we couldn't give a handshake, but I actually reach out to you. And yes. thank you so much for answering that call. Yes. Were you scared? Were you nervous? Like, I don't think I should. What were your thoughts behind that? I'm curious. It's just, you know, you always go in with self-doubt because I just knew that you had a full schedule. I'm like, let's see if this works out because Tina's everywhere doing everything. Every time I seen your screen, you were traveling this way, you were traveling that way. You were always going somewhere. So I'm like, let's see how it goes. And I took my shot. You know what? You took your shot and you are living up to your shot, Susana, because people say it all the time. Well, I want to do this. I want to do that. And you live up to it. You know, a lot of people are afraid to ask. You ever hear that song? Be careful what you wish for because you must, just might get it. You ever hear that song? 
Yes. Because you hope for something, you wish for something, and now you don't don't act it out. You know, I'm gonna push you. I'm gonna keep it accountable because I always say, if God is giving you a thought and idea in your head, He's just gonna make it happen. So, Susana, three real quick points. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What you like the audience to know? Where are you from? All that good stuff. Go for it. Yes, Tina. I was born in Mexico. I brought. I was brought here as a child. Being here, I discovered so many beautiful cultures. And just, you know, a whole new world for myself and a whole new language. You know, I was only fluent in Spanish and that's the only language I knew as a child and coming into a new something. So that was me growing up, single mom, all the struggles, we had it. But then fast forward to now, I became a mother and thinking that somebody else will save my day. Somebody else is going to save me, right? So a lot of times we want to rely on our partners to do all the work for us and just kind of sit down and enjoy the ride. But that didn't happen for me. I mean, I, I am in a relationship and I love my husband and, you know, husband by heart. But, you know, I notice how I need to step out of my comfort zone and make things happen for myself because this is not going to be given to me. No one could come in here and do the practice of speaking. No one can reach out to the people that I want to engage with. I need to do the work. I need to get out there and no one will do it for me. So that's how I learned in life that I needed to step up. And that was an old told, untold message that it was like, you could do more, you could do more, you could do more. And I picked up the message and I can do more. That's right. There's many more people that need to be doing the work and I'm going to be the messenger empowering women to step up and do things for themselves that they dream of for themselves. I love it, mama. I love it. I'm reading a book now. It's called One More Chance or One More Time. And you said it, you know, when you said you knew I had a busy schedule. The book is actually called The Power of One More. And it's just saying how if you want to, it's, it's an amazing book by Ed Milet, The Power of One More. And pretty much he's just saying, just do one more, one more thing, one more rep. If you think of Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, they just did one more thing. Most people will do the bare minimum what it is to get by. Like we can all make excuses, right? Well, I had to work. Well, I had to do this. Well, I felt sick. There's no excuses. People will make time for what they want. One of my biggest pet peeves, Susana, is is when someone says they're going to do something and they don't do it. Whether they put on too many things on their plate, they forgot, they got tired. I don't care. I'd rather you say, no, Tina, I can't do it. I have a full schedule. Instead of telling me you're going to do it and you're not going to do it. Right? I loved your intro. Love, love, love that. So the people know a little bit about you. Would you like to share your personal traumedy in your life? I know you said you're from Mexico. Mexico is beautiful. I've been there a few yes. times. T- share with the audience what your traumedy was. And, you know, perhaps we'll see if anyone relates to that. We'll go from there. It was just challenging growing up. You know, the adults in my life, the authority in my life had very difficult lives. So my father passed away when I was six. There I am with my mom. My mom just... You know, she came to the U.S. for a venture of a new life, more than anything, to get away from everything that was happening in Mexico. Because you see, a single woman with daughters, a lot of people are going to come into her life telling her what to do. And a lot of people did. And as as soon as she noticed that, she was like, I'm out. And she brought us here because she knew that this country was way, they had way, way more rights for women. And that's what my mother saw for me. And I was just like, yes. Growing up with my mother, single mom, challenges you know scarcity of food scarcity of money and that is okay because i always had in my head like 
when I take care of myself, I'm going to do a better job and I'm going to do a better job. And I keep on telling this to myself, but unconsciously I kept on putting my, my well-being in somebody else's hands until it was just like given to me, like, you need to stop that. You need to put your future in your hands because nobody will do a better job at doing what I love to do than myself. And that was just being depending on other people and their decisions. And it brought me to the conclusion that I am the owner of my destiny and I don't need to rely on anyone else. And like, and that's what I learned from the valley of my traumas of like, I got my own and I can do it. Is there one thing from your childhood that you can think of that stuck in your head that was the anchor that pushed you to be a better mom, be a better parent, be a better woman? Can you think of one thing that really stuck, sticks out? It's just the circumstances that I was growing up. My, my sister was bipolar and she had that sister rivalry. So she was all, all constantly, constantly beating me up until I stood up for myself. And I said, no more. And I had to strike back, right? And that's the message that always came to me. Like, I need to carry my own weight. Because every time, like, depending on the people around me, unfortunately, it didn't go as, you know, as you would call a happy childhood. It was very, I was always full of worry, always just worry about things that what was going to happen, right? Because you see, my mother didn't own a card, but we were always moving. So we'll fill up the shopping cart and then move to the next building. And then we ended up moving through the whole entire street, just moving through buildings because we couldn't pay the rent. And it's just my mother just taught me how to carry your own weight. And she did it the best she could. And that's what I just got to say to her, like, thank you. Thank you for doing the best that you could at your moment and during your lifetime. I love it. And you make it sound so simple. You're just like breezing through it. And I hear it, you know. Uh, father leaving at six. What do you have a memory of memory of your dad? You see, my dad passed away. He he died, and he died of AIDS. It was the early era of HIV, and he died of the complications. When he learned that he was gonna pass, he went to get us with my mother because at the beginning he said goodbye to the relationship. He walked away, and then he came back when he learned he was gonna die. To get reacquainted with us, to let us know who was our father. And my last memories of him is him being really sick, being in pain. And that gives me a different perspective of death. Because even though he died, I was happy that he wasn't hurting anymore. And it sounds weird being a small child, six, seven years old, but having that sense of like, you know, I'm, I'm happy you're not hurting anymore. You could see the pain in him? Like you remember that? Everything hurt him. I remember going into the room, turning on the lights and like, oh, doing that face like it hurts, turn off the lights. So just living was painful to him because wow. he couldn't stand the lights. He'll be in a dark room all, that, all day just laying on bed because he didn't have the energy to do anything. When they took him to the hospital for the last time, they wheeled him out. And I remember coming back from school, giving him some ice cream and he was like, no, thank you, you know, save it when I come back. And that's my last memory that I have of him, like being wheeled out in a wheelchair saying goodbye. And that was it. That That's a lot for a little girl. I mean, you're, you're skimming through it. Uh, we're gonna transition a little bit to the work that you've done that you're currently doing that got you through it because six years old, seeing your, first of all, dad being gone, dad coming back, dad passing away, watching him in pain, that's huge your mother working so hard. And I know what that was like because I was there, you know, trying to feed the kids and, okay, let's go over here and Peter, Rob Peter to pay Paul and 
you know, and then your sister who's just like has her thing going on and attacking you. So that's three major things. And I'm sure there's probably more, you know, if we were to dig and drill down even more of what you went through. So I just want to give you a big kudos. and I'm proud of you for pushing through because the average person would say, you know what, forget it. I'm going to go on welfare. I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to do whatever and watch TV and whatever. But you said, no. So talk to me. What was the first thing? Where did you say, okay, it's time for me to make a change? You know, because we always say the five people you surround yourself with the most is what you're going to be like. Tell us how you trans your transformation, your awakening. How did that go? You know, you could always run away from your messages, but your messages will keep on coming back. You could choose not to not to listen to the message. But to me, it was selling hot dogs on the street, right? So I have my own little business. I was happy with that. But the message was you could do more. And, you know, when I seen this man in a wheelchair with his leg amputated, it was something like I'm being part of that and I'm not proud of it. And the message came coming back, you know, you could do more. And that's when I started like just listening to myself, like, I could be doing more. I'm playing small, right? Because here you are as a woman, as in my life experience that I've had, like I had so many things that I went through and I was able to come out more resilient, I will say, because every time something came that I came back stronger and stronger. So I had, that has been my model. Like I don't do, I do things better and I come back stronger. So putting myself together after something that happened so bad, I've been able to really be good at that because it is a time where you kind of like, for example, selling hot dogs, right? I was happy with that. For some people will call it as a low point in their lives. But to me, I was happy because I was being the boss of my own business. But then again, you have to take inventory. Like this is what I got. This is what I can be doing. And you're lying to yourself when you're sitting there comfortable with what you're doing, because you know it in your heart that you can't be doing more and you're choosing not to listen to those messages. And if you think that, oh, I'm not capable of doing that, it wouldn't come to you easy as that. If it wasn't for you, you wouldn't be able to see it. You wouldn't be able to want it. So that's something that, that keeps on calling me to do more and do more. And that's why I'm like, okay, let's, I'm listening now. I have my listening ears on. And I'm kind of like, what is coming next? Like when I saw you and I saw the energy you were portraying with your speeches, I'm like, oh, Tina has this amazing energy. She's able to connect us to her message. I want some of that that she has. So then I went and reached out to her. And then the next thing is not being afraid of reaching out. What is the worst thing you could have told me? It's no, I don't have time to take on more and more client. That would have been it, right? A lot of times we don't give ourselves the opportunity. We don't, won't even take the chance. So if all it takes for you to take the chance, then you should definitely go for it. So definitely, I would say the message and going after it, going after the little cute, uh, the clues, I will say it, because it's a, it's a new path that we're taking on. And you kind of pick, pick, pick as you come along your path, you're picking up new things. And like you said, you won't give, a lot of people don't give the time of day or the opportunity to try anything new not even in the smallest bit. Yes, and you are a rock star, girl, let me tell you, champion. So I looked on your Instagram closing, in closing, and I see you like to work out. Would you say working out is one of the things that you do to elevate your business, elevate your mindset, elevate your fitness? What, what, give me your thoughts about fitness. Ooh, fitness, out. yes. Fitness, I love what it does to my brain. It really gives me those creative juices. So when I finish working out, I start seeing like, oh, I could turn this into a post. I could turn, like, it just makes me so creative. 
and I like what it does to my brain, but I'm also doing it for my body. As you know, as a franchise owner of a place that sells healthy food, how can I be in another shape? So it's also a better way of representing my business because I'm doing the work and many of the people that come and buy food here are in that lifestyle, they're working out. But yes, fitness is something that I really, really much enjoy. I love that. And again, congratulations on your new business that you are launching and putting together. 2024, by the way, congratulations on all the events that you did this year in 2023. You've done so much. What can we expect from Susana Cabrera next year? 2024, I'm putting the Vicious Unleashed program together. So my women's group is something that I really enjoy doing. It's gonna come together. I'm launching it on January. We started with January and we're gonna go carry it on to the rest of the year. We're doing the women's group, the franchise is gonna culminate. So I'm finally gonna get to sign on the, that paperwork. So I will officially become a franchise owner 2024. <laughs> it has so much. I mean, it's, it's said so easily, right? But there's so much work that comes behind that. And, you know, I take my hat off to you because you've been a big part of my improvement in speaking. I feel so comfortable today because <laughs> all the practice that we've been doing so, so far, and it's been so much. And, you know, Tina, I really enjoy a cup of motivation that we do every morning, the opportunity to connect to other people. I would have never imagined to be able to talk to somebody around the world because your show, Cup of Motivation, is an international thing. People yeah. see it, see you all the other, you know, all across the globe. And that's something that, and yeah. now with this podcast, I mean. Yeah, so people just, all over are going to see you. How can they contact you? Because we'll probably have people in Bermuda, India, Africa listening to Susana Cabrera, how can they find you? Yes, I am on Instagram at Soy Susana Cabrera. Can you Soy spell that? S-O-Y, Susana, S-U-S-A-N-A, -S Cabrera, C-A-B-R-E-R-A. -R -R -A. Reach out to me, I hope to hear from you. Yes, so Susana, if you didn't know, December, 14, 15, 16, we're having an event, Elevate Your Business. I'm not sure if you signed up for it yet, but this is an event, it's a virtual event. It's a three-day event, it's hybrid. So Thursday, Friday is virtual, Saturday is in person. Anything you need for your business to elevate your business, there's gonna be a speaker there. If there was one thing you can think of that you need for your business to make it elevate more, what would that be? You have everything put together in that, in that summit, you have, the i the artificial intelligence which i want to learn so much about and then you have ramon ray which he's a amazing presenter and he always comes with this juicy stuff and tips for your business so i'm just like very very motivation yes yes you have mark black you, you have everybody you have everybody i'm girl let me tell you i'm ready for, i've got my notebook and pen like Barbara Majestic is like, oh my gosh, you just come like better and stronger and better, but there's so many. It is. So I, I'm excited for, we're having a BOGO special. So if anyone's listening, buy one, get one free. The virtual event is free to not be in the building, but everyone wants that VIP. VIP is in the building. It's $97. We're doing a buy one, get one free. So get a friend. So for all three days, you're in the building. And then if you're in Orlando, Florida, it's 197. I'm so excited about this event. That is it for today. If there's one more thing, what would you like to leave us with before we get out of here? 
don't ignore your intuition. You know better. If there's something you want, you need to go after it. You need to reach out to people like Tina, to people like myself. We're out here, women empowering women. And this is what we're about. You know, um, Star Tina has an amazing tribe. Connect with her, connect with us. We're here for you. Yay, yay. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, Susana, sharing with us that one tip of exercise to move your body to push through that trauma. All right, let's get some outro and we're at here. Thank you, thank you. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Soul Awakening, a show where we celebrate resilience and inspire transformation. Our guests share their stories of how they overcame a traumaty and turned it into a triumph. I am your host, Stars Tita. Get excited and let's have some fun.